It is a football Friday right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerrard. Day before the rivalry game, BYU and Utah. And uh, here to uh, talk about this game, talk about what it meant to him. It was one of the more key, uh, one of the uh, bigger key figures in this rivalry. Brian Johnson, now quarterback coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, kind enough to join us. Brian, how are you? Hey, coach. I'm I'm great. How you guys doing? Thanks Good. First me. first off, how's NFL life treating you? It's been awesome. Um, I really really enjoyed it so far. Looking forward to uh, finally getting a chance to go this week and uh, go out there and see what it's all about. But you know, so far the experience has been great. You've had so many great opportunities, Coach, and you, obviously Florida and all the different things that you've done. Was your goal always to get to the NFL and coach in the NFL? Um, you know, I don't know if it was necessarily a goal, but it was something that, that happened. And, you know, obviously this is the highest level of football, so I was really excited uh, once the opportunity presented itself and, you know, just really excited to be a part of a, of a great organization and work with some great coaches and players. Um you know, and experience a, a new challenge. And you know, it's interesting watching your path going from Utah to Mississippi State to Florida, now to the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, when you uh, when you showed up here at, uh, you know, 17, 18 years old back in uh, 2004, did you ever imagine this is where your life would take you? No, you know, it's it's really weird. Um, you know, I think when, you know, I got to Utah when I was 17 and really wasn't sure what I was going to do. Um, and even – you know, the, the point of when I finished playing and, and trying to figure out what I wanted to do uh, in terms of a career af- after playing, you know, Coach Whittingham was gracious enough to offer me a job and, and really take me under his, under his wing, and I was able to learn a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm fortunate to be around some great football coaches who have taught me a lot. Uh, and I was talking to this with some of my players the other day. It's, it's really weird because – time just flies like this is season 12 for me as a coach so um you know it's just really fortunate to, to learn from so many great people and and uh and build some unique experiences and you've got a chance you've had a chance to coach so many great quarterbacks and and so many great players already to this point before we jump a little bit deeper into rivalry talk how are things looking for the philadelphia eagles how are you feeling about the the opener and and this weekend coming up well, I'm excited. Uh, we get a chance to go down and, and play Atlanta week one. So, uh, you know, obviously this will be my first NFL experience in, in a regular season game. So, you know, the, the unique thing about being in this league is, you know, every team that you play uh, is is really good. And they have great players and they have great coaching staff. So, uh, you know, so many of these games come down to, to one possession where, uh, you know, the last couple of years, getting a chance to be at Florida, you could have, you know, games where you were just flat out more talented than the team that you played, and uh, and that was evident once you got on the field. So, it's like I said, it's a new challenge, one that I'm looking forward to, one I'm really, really excited about. And we have a great organization, great coaching staff, and great players, and looking forward to watching these guys get a chance to cut it loose on Sunday. What is it like, what is the difference like preparing for an NFL defense and their scheme as opposed to the scheme of what you've seen on the collegiate level? Is it is it significant? Yeah, the, the you know, still obviously 22 on the field, but the, the game is played a little bit differently um, and primarily just because of the space. You know, I think a lot of people don't realize that 
in college probably have an extra 20-yard total of width to deal with just because of where the hashes are. So um, the disguises in the NFL can be a little bit more deceiving because there's not as much room to cover. So, like, in college football, if the ball's on, on the far hash, uh, you know, they kind of, that defense has a lot of field to cover, so you can really spread people out quite a bit more because of where the ball is snapped from. Whereas in the NFL, the game is mostly played from the middle of the field. So um, just some spacing issues and things like that are, are completely different than the college game. But a lot of the concepts, a lot of the coaching points, um, the fundamentals of the game are, are the same. Well, Coach, I want to go back to 2008. You get to the final game of that season. BYU's ranked number 14 in the country. You guys were 11-0. and coming into that game and you had one of the games of your life you had 300 plus 300 plus yards you had four touchdowns 336 336 <laughs> I, I absolutely need to give and 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 you had uh, you you had plenty on the ground as well so you did a fantastic job but just going into that game what were the emotions like and what did that game mean to you in that moment uh that was a great game, and you remember every single detail about it. Um, but we knew what was at stake and what was on the line. So just the, the magnitude of it, I mean, it was it was even more magnified probably than normal just because we knew what was on the other side of a win. And particularly what had happened to you before, um, you know, when we had like the fourth and 18 game. And then two years prior to that, you had – the heart, the, uh, the tight end caught the ball at the end of the game. It ran around for like 13 seconds. Um, so, I mean, there's an unbelievable atmosphere, um, truly an unforgettable moment. Uh, and everybody rushed the field after that game, realizing what we, what we had accomplished. You know, you got, uh, you know, you dealt with injuries in, uh, in 2005. You had to sit out the 2006 season. And, and, and it just, to, to be able to culminate, your career with that game and then later on beating Alabama in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, you, you start out in 04, great, and then, you know, there were some roller coasters there for you in your playing career. To be able to finish like your, finish your run at Utah like that, I, I can't imagine how special that was. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. You know, like I said, fortunately, unfortunately, I guess, uh, you know, I had to deal with some injuries throughout my career and, and had and learn how to handle adversity. Um, but you also learn how to handle success. And that's why I think the game of football um, is, such, is, is the best game in the world, just because, you know, you carry these lessons that you learn playing football throughout life. You know, I'm 34 years old now with a wife and three kids of my own. And some of the same lessons about perseverance and working together, um, being disciplined, being detailed, things of that nature, that carries over to your everyday life. So you learn so much throughout the game of football. Um, you know, I'm just I'm just happy to get a chance to experience at the University of Utah with some great coaches and great teammates. I've always wondered how close you stayed with that 2008 team. Do you are you in touch with a lot of the guys off that undefeated team from that incredible, uh, you know, historic year at the University of Utah? Yeah, uh, you know, we talk to guys from from time to time. Obviously, there's guys probably I talk to more than others. Uh, you know, my best friend to this day is still Robert Conley. So, I mean, we talk pretty much every week now. But, uh, 
you know, I still keep in contact with Brent and Sly and Joe Dell. And, you know, it's, it's, it's much easier now because of social media. So, like, we all follow each other, and, and you see what Paul Kruger's doing or Koa Misi or Shelby and those guys. So it's much easier to keep uh, – to be aware of, of how people are doing, you know, Matt Asiata, things that they so – it's much, it's much easier to see uh, how people are holding up. How long did it take for you when you showed up here in Salt Lake City to realize the BYU game was a pretty big deal? Um, you know, I would probably say uh, after after we lost one. So yeah. it was it was a, it was really really special. The '04 year, obviously going to the Fiesta Bowl, and and I remember them carrying the goalpost all the way down the hill to. Protocol or whatever that place was, yep. and it was just an absolute scene. And then in '05, I, 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 you know, I blew my knee out the game before, so I didn't get to play. And Rat came in, and we went up there and won. And then you had the the, the game that you lost in '06, and that kind of that's really when you know you realize that this thing is is really really important, um, and it's a huge game. And we were able to have some battles and and. You know, to win the last one that you played in was really, really special. So I was thinking about some of the big factors of this game, and a lot of it's the trench. That 2008 line that was in front of you was unique, uh, kind of a unique nasty. I noticed when I asked you if you keep in touch with anybody, you didn't mention them. Uh, I, I could understand because that, that was uh, a group of nasty dudes that got it done in the trench. How important is it to have that group in this rivalry? It's great. I mean, you, you know as well as I do, that's where uh, the game is won. If you can control line, the line of scrimmage on either side of the ball, uh, you have a huge advantage. And uh, we, were, we were able to do that on that 018 um, with that offensive line and, and Zane and uh, both Zanes actually and Caleb and Big Red and Big Con. Those guys were able to control the, the line of scrimmage up front. And obviously on the defensive side, we had Kruger and the Koa and Silver and Shelby, I mean, just the list goes on and on of guys who were able to contribute, Greg Newman, uh, to contribute in, in the amount of depth that you had on both lines of scrimmage really, really set the tone. You know, you, you mentioned Johnny Harleen, the guy that caught that pass against you guys in 06, and I asked him if it feels like 15 years ago, and he says it feels like a lifetime ago, and then it also feels like yesterday. I mean, 08 was 13 years ago. Does that – does that, I mean, kind of, does it feel like 13 years? Because that's, I mean, you're over a decade now on that, on that, on that season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, the, uh, the days are long, but the years are short. So it kind of, it, it, it's flown by. And, uh, you know, it's really unique because you do remember specific details uh, about certain play calls and, and certain defenses and certain looks that you saw. But when you look on the calendar and realize, holy cow, that was, you know, like you said, 13 years ago, it's uh, it's tough to believe. Well, I'll tell you, it's pretty incredible to think that Utah is looking at their 10th win in a row in this rivalry and potential streak. And I know that you were there as a coach and you watched this streak get going. What is it that has kept this so one-sided for the University of Utah? Because – because, Brian, in my time, and I'd have never thought that I would see a nine, ten-game winning streak against BYU. <laughs> um, you know, I think all the credit 
in the world goes to Coach Whittingham and the, the culture he sets and uh, the how important he makes this game to the program. And, uh, you know, it's everybody in the building. And, um, you know, I can remember early on in my career, we call him like team down south and stuff like that. But And, and Coach Witt, not like that at all. But, you know, he lets it be known that this game is really, really important and, uh, and it's a must-win game. So, you know, I think just the way he attacks and he sets the standard of the culture in the program, it kind of just permeates throughout the building, and uh, it doesn't doesn't hurt to have great players either. How surprised were you to see Urban make the jump to the NFL? Um, you know, I wasn't surprised at, at all. He's uh, a football coach at heart, and uh, you know, coaches has accomplished so much in his career. And just like anything else, when you're presented with a new challenge, um, you know, I'm sure I'm sure it's very very intriguing uh, to see what it's all about. Well, Brian, we appreciate it, man. Uh, good luck coming up this weekend. Uh, looking forward to seeing uh, your Eagles team do some great work. And and uh, let's do this again soon. This was a lot of fun. Thanks so much, Brian. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. You got it. Brian Johnson, quarterback coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, joining us here on the Zone Sports Network.